The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, Jalen. Hey, Andrew. A couple of things. Uh, number one, number of people uh, texting, uh, emailing me, uh, saying that uh, the, the WestJet flight likely went back and forth to dump fuel mm. to safely land at the Calgary airport. Totally makes sense. I don't know that's a fact, but you're probably right. That's I hadn't thought of that. Uh, number two, apparently we have new music. Yeah, we do. So that's great. A little uh, fresh coat of paint on the old show, I guess. <laughs> uh, now, this is... Uh, and this hey. is... Hey! Yes. Is it our anniversary today? Uh, we do this oftentimes. The 7th? No, I think we started on the 15th. Okay. I'm just going to say that because I didn't get you anything. And I didn't mention it off the top of the show. No. I, I think actually you're right. I think it was. I think the announcement was made around this time. Yes. And then it was, uh, they needed, you needed to prepare for a week or two. <laughs> I needed some time off. <laughs> Is what I needed. I needed to, to, honestly, I needed to sleep to prepare for this. And not to prepare for you, to get over what I'd just been through. So four years, five years. Five five years? Five. That can't be. Mm. Is that It right? has to be. We, this is our fourth listener trip, and we would have been together a year f- yeah. full before that. Wow. I know. Time flies, huh? It sure does. I don't. The thought that's in my head... Careful. <laughs> ...that has not yet come out of my mouth. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say things like that. I'll just say it, because I have no secrets. I don't think radio shows are meant to last that long. They they often don't. Five years is a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they often do, too, I suppose. I, I don't know. I'm not really... I don't follow radio. Well, so um, far, so good. <laughs> so you say. <laughs> um <laughs> Now, you've totally hey, thrown me off what it was. Andrew. Oh, hey, yeah, Andrew. yeah, yeah. Don't be a dink. No, no, I'm sorry. You're right. Oh, no, you it's... almost got that back in a, in a, in a tweet this uh, over my holidays. How so? Your tweet that you sent me. I thought that was very funny. I, I know you thought it was funny. I thought you'd find it funny. You said something about there was changes or something, or what did no, you say? No, that I had come up with some ideas for some stuff. Oh, yeah, you'd come and up with... And then you yeah. said that you'd come up with an idea as well while I was away. It involved... Uh, it, I'll t- let's, Listen, don't quote my joke, because you won't nail it. It was the, the joke, you said you'd come up with some ideas for the listener trip, and I said, hey, while you were gone, we came up with some ideas too. The show's now called <laughs> The Andrew Gross Show with the Afternoon News, and your desk is missing, <laughs> which I thought you'd find very... Very entertaining because you know what? You're not insecure about this. This is people like this show. We're doing good together, I think. You know, the numbers are where they need to be. I, I think, you know, but I mean, listen, maybe, I don't know, maybe if you read it at 10 o'clock at night after <laughs> eight drinks, I don't know, maybe it doesn't <laughs> hold water as well as it would have when I said it at 10 a.m. I don't know. What I was going to say is this yes. is a reason, this is a lesson for all the kids out there. And I feel like I can say this now because I've been around radio a long time, it seems, and uh, and I'm old. So when someone asks you a question, don't just give them an answer to get rid of them. Just think about what the question is, especially if it has to do with your radio show. So at some point, somebody said, hey, name me 10 songs you like 
right? And I'm like, sure. Then I named, I, I opened my Spotify is what I did. And I went, uh, yeah, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. And uh, those are among the songs that are playing now on mm-hmm. our show. So, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm responsible for She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy. I'm, you are. It was on your list, That's Andrew. what I thought. Okay, I was sort of half kidding, but I don't you mind You did it. 10, and I did 10, and then I think they said that we needed to shorten them or to, to yeah. get it down to, to which 10. I said, just take take any of mine out. I don't care. But it was just sort of like... Actually, but I, I, I'm actually pretty sure you had no idea about what was happening with you. I really didn't. <laughs> I thought somebody here was showing an interest in me. So what songs do you listen to? That's how I read the thing. I didn't hear sort of, hey, we're revamping the music on your show, so what music would you like to have played? Because she thinks my tractor's sexy has absolutely nothing to do with this show, per se. But No, but it's songs that you like. Uh, it, it is a song I like, yeah. So I'm glad we settled that. I, for all the farmers out there. Yeah, absolutely, which we've got a lot who listen to us. But I'm now listening to the show like a listener, like, okay, well, what's the next song going to be? And apparently I had something to do with it. So anyways, read your emails, kids. That's what I'm saying. Actually read the email and get the gist of what's uh, in the email. There, that's my did lesson see, for the day. Did you see the story about the guy with the tattoos? I did. I'm offended by it. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. Well, they both are. He's an idiot. Yes. So's the tattoo artist. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say he's an idiot, but... Well, he's getting paid to do something. Spellcheck is your friend. I mean, no regerts, right? That's a classic no regerts situation. So what it is is, and I don't have it in front of me. If you find it, you let me know. Um, this guy, I guess, got caught cheating on, I want to say his wife, but it's, I think it's actually his girlfriend. His wife. His wife, okay, and... As a form of retribution and uh, restitution, he agreed to get this massive <laughs> tattoo on his chest, right? On his chest and stomach, really. That And what does it say? Uh, well, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a big, big tattoo. Uh, covers, it looks like a contract. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of. Uh, that It covers most of his chest, sits above an existing tattoo he has of his name. just above his belly button what (laughs) the tattoo says I'm a liar cheater manipulator deceiver whore slash prostitute lover dishonest and disrespectful regrettably uh, misspelling several of the words aside from the notion that you put this on your chest the idea being that how is he possibly going to stray from his wife with that on his chest but (laughs) Uh, like the wedding ring didn't work so the caption says uh, nothing like some nice lettering to start the year and just to clarify I don't know I didn't know the tattoo was misspelled until people started talking about it (laughs) 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 disrespect they're not even tough words like there's a lot of these here that you're like deceiver spelled wrong deceiver was disrespectful was spelled wrong what was the third one that was spelled wrong maybe dishonest I can't recall um, would you do that for, Would listen, would you demand that of a... Never. I don't understand. Can somebody explain this to me? Because maybe I'm working under a separate uh, criteria of rules here. If I were to cheat on my wife, mm-hmm. and or and especially in the manner in which, I think in any manner, but in the manner in which he's, he loves prostitutes, you know, that's bad. Like, that's a bit of a red flag in a relationship. My wife might do this. She might say, all right, buddy. You get this tattooed on your chest, right? And I'll tell you when she would do it. 
about an hour before she threw my ass out of the house <laughs> with that tattoo on my chest. Yep. You know what I mean? Hey, done, done, done. Like, I, it's a funny story, and the fact that they misspelled some of the words makes it even funnier. But really, get rid of that guy. You, why do you, there's, how do you come back from that? And as a husband, I would not agree. You got caught, own it. So keep your, t- it's, not going, it's not going to stop, Mom. No, Just keep his t-shirt on. Well, I don't think prostitutes are like, hang on. What does number three say? Uh, Hang on. Now that I see what's on your chest. Well, hold on a second. I just got to go down and check your name above your belly button, dude. Do I need to initial anything here? (laughs) Yeah, just one of those weird, odd stories. To me, uh, the things that people do. You think that this is going to make your marriage better? You think that this is going to make everything all right? I don't know. I can't. I can't imagine it. <laughs> Why did he have his name already on his above stomach? his belly button? Yeah, backwards so we could see it in the mirror. I mean, what? <laughs> uh, but speaking of relationships gone bad, if we may, what about this one? So I saw this one actually over the weekend. I think it's also in the list that you gave me this morning about the stalker. Did oh, you, this yeah. is this is creepy. It, it beyond creepy. Yeah. We were talking. Was it Glenn Close that was in? Uh, uh, what was that movie where you know? Yeah, she, she won a gold rabbit. Glo- yeah, she won a golden globe last night. Yeah, yeah, but we were talking about yeah, yeah. Glenn Close, but not about this particular movie. What was the movie where the woman boils the rabbit? Basic the, Instinct. Basic Instinct. Yeah, that isn't that was, what it is? Yeah. No, no, I don't think Basic Instinct. No. Somebody will text us six thirty, six thirty, and tell us what it was. That really creepy movie, but that's. With, uh, you know, the guy from Romancing the Stone was in it, too. My goodness. Thank God I'm not here on my own. Okay, you tw- you Google while I talk. So fatal this Fatal Attraction. Yes, of course, Fatal Attraction. Anyway, so Michael this is... Michael Douglas. Yes, from Romancing the Stone, yeah. So this is, uh, this is that. Uh, this woman, thank you all for texting. We just are starting to get them now. Fatal Attraction, Fatal Attraction. I always say that if somebody were not to listen to the show, somebody works here not to listen to the show, and then go through our text line and try and figure out what, like, what we've what been we're talking, talking about. about. Anyways, uh, okay. so this woman from Phoenix, Arizona, she met a man on a dating app. They went on one date, and he didn't want to see her again. So that's that. Like, they tried it, and it just wasn't for him. So now over the next 10 months that followed... She starts texting him, and this isn't even the worst of the problems. She texts him apparently 159,000 times. Thousand, 159,000 times. Now, he'd had enough. So the, the man, so. wouldn't you? He called the police when he saw her. He, he didn't know what he could do about the texts. And I don't know why he didn't just block her, but maybe he can't block texts or his provider wouldn't. I don't know. He didn't call police until he saw her parked outside his house in July of 2017. So that was okay. And then uh, she was arrested the following May 2018 after she was found, listen to this, bathing in his bath with a large butcher's knife on the passenger seat of her car out front. And among the texts that she sent, um, and uh, by the way, according to uh, the evidence, she in some days, 500 texts in a day, 500. I don't even know how you have time for that. Among the texts... I'll make sushi out of your kidneys and chopsticks out of your hand bones. Hello? Uh, And this one, oh, what I would do with your blood. I want to bathe in it. Okay? 
And this, don't ever try and leave me. I will kill you. One date. Wow. Yeah, that's that's some scary stuff. And you know, it's not a it's not a joking matter in any that in isn't... any way whatsoever. Um, you know, it happens to guys. It happens to girls, and it's just. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I think she was taken to psychiatric hospital. She was. She, she was, was taken to psychiatric and, hospital. And, you know, when police interviewed her, and this is, this is, I don't want to say weird. I want to say it's interesting. It's interesting how the mind works, right? Because obviously we all know as as relatively well-balanced people that this is unbalanced, right? 500 texts in a day, 159,000 texts in a year. These sort of texts that I've just read, it's unbalanced, right? But in the mind of the unbalanced person, it's not unbalanced, Mm-mm. right? What's Yeah, what's not right to them is you not being interested. In, exactly. Yeah. And, and when police uh, talk to her, one of the things she said is, well, okay, I, I, I see how he feels now. Somebody else should love him. He has so much love. He's so cute. I, and I can't believe I scared him. So in her mind... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's, first of all, she's here learning for the first time that he's not interested. And yep. secondly, saying, oh, I had no idea that would scare him. Don't ever try and leave me. I will kill you. Yeah. Well, pol- police really need to take um, this sort of stuff very seriously mm. as well. Um, you know, if someone's texting you 500 times a day. Well, when you find her in your bathtub. And in your bath, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is something that needs to be. And it, taken very seriously yeah and then there's the aspect of the fact that it's a woman stalking a guy yep which is right yep. so it's kind of like oh you can't look after it. No, no what do you do if mm-hmm. she breaks into your house mm-hmm. in the middle of the night with a butcher exactly knife? right yeah it's just that's why i said one. it's got to it's got to be serious it's got to be taken serious no matter who the victim is yeah simple no idea what that is tickets i assumed it was from your list I don't know. All right. I have to take a look at that list again, I think. Well, it changes as good as a rest. All right. Where do you want to where do you want to go? Oh, you have something in your hand. Go ahead. I do. It's just that you know I've been working alone. Just go. <laughs> this I almost kind of feel sorry for the guy and sort of feel like I can see how this happened. So this happened over in England. There was a student who tried to run on a 2,000-pound bill at a restaurant. So a $4,000 meal, basically, he had. So here's what happened. Dine and dash. Yeah. But I honestly don't think he intended to dine and dash. It was his birthday. And I hate to be, you know me, I'm not very, uh, you know, soft-hearted when it comes to criminal acts. I, I tend to say, throw the key away. But I think in this particular case, no. So what happened? It was his 20th birthday. He's just a young guy. And he arranges to meet a friend who basically, I think, says, hey, let's go to this fancy restaurant for your birthday, and I'm buying. Okay. So he goes with just uh, 40 bucks to his name, which was, I think, what his mom gave him for his birthday. <laughs> so he's got 40 bucks, the equivalent of 40 bucks. And he goes to this restaurant where you can buy, like, a bottle of wine for $2,000, like that kind of restaurant, right? So he goes to this uh, restaurant and orders nothing too expensive while waiting for his friend to show up, but his friend doesn't show up. And whatever he ordered is sort of outside of the 40 bucks he's got. Like he's already uh. got a problem and he doesn't have a, a credit card and he just panics. And, you know, we were talking about how the brain works and mental health. I can, You can't necessarily know how a person under a panic situation reacts like maybe 
Do you charge up two thousand dollars more in food? He just started ordering food. Like I, and, you know, <laughs> I've I've heard his explanation. I know it sounds shaky, but I'm actually, for whatever reason, believing it. He says he just panicked, and that caused him to start ordering fancy wine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> elaborate, expensive dishes. He just kept going. And, and it may have been he was mad that his buddy hadn't shown up, so he thought, well, you know what? I'm going to cost him a lot of money when he does get here. It might have been that, too. But he just panicked and started ordering stuff. And they're serving him, right? And, I mean, he ordered, listen to this. Uh, he ordered a wine that's considered to be one of the best wines in the world and has a... A, a premier grand cru status, an mm -hmm. accolade given to the most prestigious wines from the Bordeaux region. I, I think it's got a like a label that's hand designed by the Prince of Wales. Yeah, it does. It's the label on it was hand designed by the. So you imagine what that cost, right? But he just racks up the bill and then he's an idiot. He bolts like he's just like I'm bolting. No. Well, no. it turns out mm. this is no Denny's. Like these guys, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is not the first time someone's tried to die in a dash. Mm. They have a whole security staff, and uh, they were probably anticipating it as well. I would guess. And so he goes to dash with his backpack, and uh, nope, they catch him. So he's now been brought up. Before a magistrate. What was his reason? This is what he said. He, like I said, he just said he was really sorry for what he does, what he did. He admitted immediately to doing it when he was stopped. He said the court said he had no previous convictions, never been in any trouble with the law whatsoever. Uh, he's not been sentenced yet. There's going to be a probation report, but he basically just said, "Yep, I did it. I don't know why I did it. I panicked. I started ordering okay. food." That, that doesn't make any sense to you. It doesn't because you wouldn't do it. But to him, I don't know. Who to who to to who? Because it's well, abnormal it makes, behavior. Well, no, like that's just not like the I don't have enough do. money. I you right. say, okay, you know what? I was expecting my friends here. I've ordered this home in the anticipation that they're going to join me. I don't have enough money. What can we do about this? And I get the fact that he'd be embarrassed about it. And yeah. I'm not sure what to do. But you just then don't, oh, I've, okay, well, I can't afford the 20 bucks. I might as well rack up two grand. That doesn't make any sense. I know, but you remember, I, know, I don't even know if these two relate. Do you remember, <laughs> if we had Reed Wilkins here, he could tell me. This is just the last few seasons, and I don't remember what team it was or in what season it was, where uh, a player, a really top-end player, saw the open net and fired on it, but it was his open net. Like, he was trying to clear just the puck. Instinct. Just instinctively, muscle memory, whatever. He just, boom. And I know that those two seem far apart. But when, but what's similar to me is that when after the game he was interviewed, he was like, I don't know. Just did it. I just did it. Like, I just, in that moment, I just thought I have to shoot the puck, right? And I think this guy in that moment said, I have to shoot the puck. Like, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm I in this high-end restaurant. Raw. I need some caviar. Well, I don't know what to do. He, Come on. His life of crime pro probably would have started at Denny's if that was what he intended to do. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.